This is a podcast from Snagerikinovsk for Radio Nova. Happy listening! And so uh, this is the final, final segment, uh, and it's mine. And I'm just uh, going to introduce the Las Patronas. And no, it's not a musical uh, act or... <laughs> or Harry Potter, <laughs> like Patronas sounds oh, like. Oh, yes, yes, Patronas. Yes. Patronas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's probably what I thought about uh, when I heard it. And uh, I saw a documentary on the BBC. Uh, I invite everybody to go on the BBC website and to look for their reels. They have a lot of reels cool. about all sorts of subjects. It's very interesting. It can be like um, a tea leaves plantation in India and how women uh, are uh, abused or in Africa also and how uh, yeah, sexually exploited and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and this one was about this uh, group of women who helped uh, the men who were illegally boarding a train called La Bestia uh, the beast. It's a it's a big freight train going from um, South Mexico, Chiapas, to the north of Mexico, the border, where there is like um, a connection with all the other trains going through the U.S. So all those migrants men are hopping on the um, on the bestia and hoping to get a better life uh, in the USA, basically. So those women, they they stand on the side of the track and they they throw water and they throw food to them uh, as they are passing by. Uh, so you see in the video on the BBC that they have like a, a wheelbarrow with them and it's filled up and they just, they paid plastic bags and they're ready, they're throwing this like Olympian athletes uh, at those guys on the on the train. Um, and obviously it's a freight train, so you it's not a train where, a passenger train where you can sit inside. Those guys are literally at the back of each wagon, standing up, holding onto the ladder and uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty exhausting and dangerous. So um, those men, every year, there's 400,000 to 500,000 of them doing that journey. It's quite significant. A lot of it's a lot of people. Yeah. And those trains are uh, a free form of traveling and they allow migrants to avoid no less than 48 detention centers on their way and numerous checkpoints. So even though since I think it is 2014, if I'm correct, um, there was, they released a law saying it's not allowed to, you know, board those trains like this, but people still do it because it's the only way they have. So, I mean, you can understand if you have 48 checkpoints on your road to the US, it's impossible. You never get there. Yeah. Mm. Um, And so... We think, okay, cool. They jump on the train and they get to uh, to the north of Mexico and they just change train, right? And that's it. But no, it's actually very dangerous. They sustain a lot of injuries on, on the way there because they have to board the train when it's moving and hop off the train when it's still moving. So step one. Don't want to miss your stop, do you? <laughs> step, step one. Um and then there's about 10 and 15 changes of train on that journey. You might think they just jump, jump on one train and that's it. They have 10 to 15 trains. Oh, wow. They and they to have to jump on them all while they're moving. Yep. Yeah, yep. Because it's, you know, yeah. officially illegal to yeah. board those trains. And then, obviously, you can imagine it's a bit of a, you know, tiresome journey. So those migrants, they also fall asleep on the train. And what happens when you fall asleep? in open air on the train and train is going over maybe you know some rocks and stuff 
you're jolted off the train. Oh no. And when you're jolted off the train, you're usually in the countryside, which means if somebody's going to find you, they're probably going to find you a little bit too late. So mm. the chances of you making it are thinner. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty tough. And if that wasn't enough, there is also violence. There mm. is people who abuse those migrants, uh, property crime, uh, thievery, kidnapping. Um, and so, yeah, it's not, it's not an easy journey. You really have to want it. So I was thinking, okay, all of this is happening. It's clearly a steady number of people going every year. And uh, what is the government uh, doing about this? And so the government has put uh, a group of people, a preventive brigade, they call it, on the tracks and uh, hopping on the train also, educating the migrants on how to protect themselves on this journey. Uh, and with this information, I will cut here because I have a question after that. The question will be a protective brigade. What do we think about that? Oh. Ah, let you ponder, let you ponder. You're still listening to Snack Us. This is the final part of the show. And yes, I was asking just before introducing this uh, freight train in Mexico, those migrants going from Mexico to the USA, taking this perilous journey. And this government in Mexico just putting this brigade of a prevention, as they call it, a preventive brigade to say, hey, this is how you, um, you know, survive this trip. But... Why don't they stop it? What do you feel about this brigade being in place? Oh, complicated. Mm. Um, I think it um, should not be the responsibility of the government of Mexico. It should be um, the responsibility of um, the government in the United States. And because I think um, people w don't leave the country for no reasons. They go want to the country. Yeah, they, so want, they want something better. They want some better life. And um, yeah, I can understand that, of course, there are strange people and you don't know people but I mean even the people in your own country can be very dangerous you know mm -hmm. so I think um, it's if if America knows there's a lot of people coming to the country why don't we find um, a way to have a much safety journey for these people and uh, that, would, that would mean accepting them into the country, right? Yes, Making a safe yeah. journey for them. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's a uh, bus. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a lot easier. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. So I think it should be not in a responsibility for, no, for the own country, but it should be in a uh, responsibility for the country where you know where the people will mm -hmm. go. So, What yeah. about you, Gemma? Yeah, I, I think I'm a bit unsure of my opinions on it. I, I just, I think I always find it really... Um, Almost confronting, not confronting is the right word, but just to see the, like, listen to the length, like hearing you speak about it, mm. the people are willing to go to, yeah, seek a better life. And I, like, I just, yeah, it's really big in Australia as well, obviously, not with trains, but, um, yeah, boat, like, illegal boat immigration is really yeah. big, obviously, because we're an island. And, yeah, I think it's it's a very politicised topic, but just whenever I hear stories, I think I almost can't see past the politics because all I can mm. see is, like, a family or, or a person or whoever des desperate to the lengths where they would jump off a moving train yeah. or they would the boats like it's in like the boat conditions are horrible like stay on this right, boat and, you know risk their lives to yeah so I always think that the yeah I, I don't know the politics to me just is always so in the background it's of complicated these people. Yeah. isn't it but it's I'm just I'm always thinking what, when the government is saying you know what 
we won't stop this. I mean, they're probably thinking we have nothing else to offer you guys. So yeah. yes, please make a run to the USA. Is this the so the, this is what the Mexican government is saying? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. I mean, and and so and so. I just want to go back on the Las Patronas, um, this group of women who decided one day uh, it started in 1995. So it's been quite a few years. They have a, an Instagram uh, page actually. And um, they one day they were by the track and they had some food and they saw those guys and the guys were calling, please, please, we're hungry, please, we're hungry. And then they were like, oh, let's just, you know, throw them some bottle of water and stuff. And they were like, you know what? Why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? Every day we come back here when the train is passing and we give them food and water. And so that's what they ended up doing. Oh, that's amazing. And so those women, they prepare, uh, it's only a small group of women, they prepare 15 to 20 kilo of rice and beans every day. They give 300 meals every day and they only have 15 minutes to do that. Oh my God. you imagine? While the train's moving. Uh, while the train is moving. It's, it's, I mean, watch the videos. It's, yeah, it's wow. crazy to see. And, um, and they're relentless and they won some, some prizes for the dedication uh, from like change.org uh, or things like that. Um, and um, they were saying that some um, uh, the church, the church was against them. Weirdly enough, oh, because wow. the church is for helping people, right? Mm. But the, the wow. church said, <laughs> made a statement saying they strayed from their path, and this is not um, the way we do things and we sponsor sponsor things. So there were some women uh, first in the Las Patronas group that decided to back off from uh, being a volunteer because they they feared from the church you know that something could happen mm. uh, so it's very it's very interesting to hear the you know somebody who's technically there to help you and be kind and have empathy suddenly saying nah this is not how we do this yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's very uh, very contradictory odd. yeah so the church the politics you know all of this is like mm, yeah, dirty mm. yeah but fantastic to see that people are coming together to do something good yeah and that uh in this, uh, especially in Norway, individualistic society mm-hmm. where nobody is taking the opportunity to help somebody else anymore, you know. Yeah. I think mm. this is... A lot of, like, the West, I would say, like, is, is that mentality. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. And I think it's just getting worse and worse, to be honest. Mm. So, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking about the war in Ukraine and... What's happening out there? And I saw they were uh, the the post the postal service in Ukraine. They're still going. They're still giving the people their their things yeah, they need. A sense of normalcy. And when they come at the back of their little car, they have also food. They have water, so people can actually buy like food and stuff mm. with what yeah. what they need if they still have money, and and medicine. You know. Yeah. What a nice thing to do. I mean, this is fantastic. When you see that, you're like, oh, there are some good people out there. And, yeah. and it makes you want to, you know, be part of it. I don't yeah. know. I yeah. just I just get mad when I see <laughs> selfish people. No, <laughs> it's good. But yes, uh, so um, that's it. That's what I had to say about the last Patronas. I hope that's that was lovely. interesting. Thank you. Man. Yes. That was very interesting. Really. Thank you. Thank you so much today for the show. Thank uh, you for listening. Anytime. 